Hey, Outcomes Rocket listeners, Saul Marquez here. I get what a phenomenal asset a podcast could be for your business, and also how frustrating it is to navigate editing and production, monetization, and achieving the ROI you're looking for. Technical busy work shouldn't stop you from getting your genius into the world, though. You should be able to build your brand easily with a professional podcast that gets attention. A patched up podcast could ruin your business. Let us do the technical busy work behind the scenes while you share your genius on the mic and take the industry stage. Visit smoothpodcasting.com to learn more. That's smoothpodcasting.com to learn more. Welcome back to the Outcomes Rocket, everyone. Saul Marquez is here. Today, I have a privilege of hosting Dr. Javier Mendoza. He is a gastroenterologist with international experience working in various countries, the Netherlands, Portugal, the US, and Spain, where he is uh, calling in from. He's also engaged in entrepreneurship and nonprofit work, all targeted to improve healthcare outcomes with digital technologies and artificial intelligence. I'm excited to have a good chat with him today. And so with that, Javier, I want to welcome you to the podcast. Thank you, Saul. Uh, thank you for having me. I'm very happy to be here and talk about my work and my passion that is uh, healthcare. So thank you. No, absolutely. And first of all, you're calling from South Spain. It's about 5 p.m., 6 p.m. over there. You're ready for your Friday, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know that dinner here is uh, late. So yeah. it's like now 10, coffee right? time. You guys eat like at 9 or 10, 10 at exactly. night? Exactly. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's amazing. Yeah. I guess you still have plenty of plenty of work to do. So I'm glad that I'm not the thing that's standing between you and, and the end of your day. So Javier, you do such incredible work. Why don't we start off by you telling us what inspires your work in healthcare? I think with this question, I go to personal. And if I have to say what inspired me, it's my father. My father was a nurse. And I saw him all his career helping. Many people ask me, okay, can you define one word what you do in healthcare? For me, it's always easy. Help. I think uh, healthcare uh, is uh, helping people. And I saw that in my father every day. That's awesome. Yeah, that's so great. And so now you're, you know, you're a physician, you work with startup companies and you do a lot in the space. So why don't you tell us a little bit about how you believe you're adding value to the healthcare ecosystem with some of the work that you're doing? Yes, uh, right now I work part-time as a gastroenterologist. So I have this point of view and I talk to the patients, and I listen to the feedback, and I work part-time in, uh, for me, one of the best companies in artificial intelligence and healthcare in Spain, it's called Savannah, and now we're moving internationally. It's a natural language processing uh, company, and I think we're doing a great job. But in artificial intelligence, I think that now we're going to do great work in diagnosis, but we have to bring this empathy to be uh, closer to the patients. So I would say that the, now the future is companies with artificial intelligence and healthcare, and I try to, to work in that area. Thank you. Yeah. And so as you, as you think about artificial intelligence in so diagnosis, for example, the work that you guys are doing at the company, 
How would you say it's different than what's out there? And how exactly are you guys uh, helping patients and physicians? Yeah, the important thing with this company is a made founder is a, is a medical doctor, is a neurologist from Madrid. So we have this point of view of a medical company. We'd like to see that it's a tech or, or data company. So it's a medical company. And we try to have information in all electronic health records. So we have a lot of information there and we have to bring that information to acknowledgement. And with that, uh, artificial intelligence can do two things. One is a classification, that is a diagnosis, but the game changer will be prediction. We want to do that in our company. Fascinating. So it's all about the data and where you get the data from. There's a lot of different places and, and structuring it the right way. Are you guys pulling patient data from devices? Are you pulling from the electronic health record? What data are you pulling and what, what output are you getting from the data? Yeah, we talk directly to the hospital and all with the anonymization and all very, we treat the data in, in the very ethical way. So that, that's important because another thing that I do is a collaboration in non-profit association called Odyssea that what we do and we work in ethical, in artificial intelligence. I think ethics is very important. And now that the, we, the medical doctor, have the Hippocrates folks, now there is a, a movement that we want to have this technocratic folks. And I think it's important when you feel that now data and technology is in healthcare, some medical doctor, we have to give one more st step and explain, okay, it's not all about data, it's also ethics and trust because we need, we work with data, but behind that, there are patients and persons. Yeah, that's key. And I think, you know, right now, we definitely are having a, a, a strong shift toward the consumer. You know, we're, we're seeing the patient is now more shifting to, to a consumer. And so I'm very happy about that. It sounds like you guys are really focused on that, the work that you're doing at, at Savannah, keeping the patient at the center, treating them as a person, as a consumer, not just a patient with a number. As you do the work that you do there, can you think of anything that maybe has been a challenge? You know, we learn more from those challenges than, than actually our successes, I believe. So talk to us about one of those setbacks and, and what you learned from it. Yes, uh, sure. I like to talk about the challenge. And uh, as you said before, I work in, a, in a different countries and you say Europe is the same, but it's not mm -hmm. the same Portugal, the Netherlands or Spain. So my first job as gastroenterologist was in Portugal. It was hard to work there with another language. And talking about empathy, I always say that I have, I have uh, said bad news. Uh, like talk about cancer or you have a chronic disease in IBD patients in Dutch, English, Spanish, and Portuguese. So my Dutch is not great, B1, and I'm happy, but I have to be close to the patients. I was always with the nurse there. I tried to explain what's happening. I think the way you look, the way you talk, the way you explain, that's very important. So the challenge in Portugal was my first job, and the challenge in uh, the Netherlands was uh, difficult in, in that way, but you always learn that you have to look the patients, tell the truth, and became with uh, 
trust and ethics in what you do. Yeah, it's critical. And it's a tough time, right? When you're sick and you are dealing with whether it be a chronic condition or, or something very serious, you want somebody to, to be with you, you know, and for somebody to feel your pain for somebody to, to understand. And it sounds like you're, you're really focused on that, Javier. And I think it's so awesome. I mean, it's really important for physicians to do that for, for their patients. And so as you view kind of the future, Javier, what would you say you're most excited about today? Yeah, I'm excited. I used to say that I'm a doctor of uh, another century because I finished medical school in 1994. Huh? So now I'm excited about jumping to digital health all this is, is amazing. So coming back to the beginning, when you're in the hospital in one hour, you can help, I don't know, maybe eight, 10 patients. And now with artificial intelligence and machine learning, you can help in hours to thousands. So that's amazing. I like to always say the, the sentence by Eric Topol in the, that book, Deep Medicine. It's like the Bible of digital uh, <laughs> health. Artificial intelligence and machine learning is to be closer to the patients. Man, that's so great. And yeah, you know, the platform for digital health, the future of it is is so great. I mean, we had the challenges of COVID, but because of it, we've also seen the adoption of digital health go through the roof. The openness of physicians, of the FDA, of, of regulatory bodies really saying, okay, we have to embrace this and we can't keep pushing things off. So I think the time is right, Javier. The time is right. And I'm glad that, you know, somebody with, with a big heart and somebody that values patients like you is really helping with some of the advancements in that with your work at Savannah and the work that you do. So I really thank you for spending time with us. And, and I'd love if you could just leave us with a closing thought for the listeners and the best place that they could reach out to you if, if something you said inspired them or, or just if they want to reach out to you for more questions. Yes, sir. Maybe to finish, yes, some uh, ballots, the, the things that we have uh, said, I think this is all about help. I think we have to trust technology and artificial intelligence and machine learning to jump to uh, digital health, but in an ethical way. So if we need, the, if we join all these uh, elements, I think we can jump in a trust way to focus in uh, digital health in the future and yeah, move on. It, it's a lot of things uh, to do. Yeah, for sure. There definitely are. And so if anybody wanted to get in touch with you, Javier, where, where can they get oh, in yeah. touch? Maybe the, the best way is LinkedIn. So okay. it's uh, Javier Mendoza.md. I'm always yeah active in LinkedIn. Okay, yeah, great. And so we'll leave a link to Javier's LinkedIn page on the show notes. You could find those at outcomesrocket.health. Type Javier Mendoza inside of the uh, search bar and you're going to be able to find them. Javier, this has been a pleasure. I really, really, really appreciate you jumping on with us. Thank you, Saul. Hey, everyone. Saul Marquez here. Have you launched your podcast already and discovered what a pain it could be to keep up with editing, production, show notes, transcripts, and operations? What if you could turn over the keys to your podcast busy work while you do the fun stuff like expanding your network and taking the industry stage? Let us edit your first episode for free so you can experience the freedom. Visit smoothpodcasting.com to learn more. That's smoothpodcasting.com to learn more.